0: All right, well, welcome back to the All of Life podcast, where we are advancing the claims of Christ in every area of life. Did you know that Jesus wants to show us how to live? He wants to show show us how to live in every single area, and one of the ways that he does that is through the wisdom of the Proverbs. And so with that in mind, we turn once again to the book of Proverbs, and this morning we are in Proverbs 18, 13. Listen to this. If one gives an answer, all right, if you're going to give an answer, if it is your prerogative to do so, if it is necessary, if one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. Now, we aren't always to give an answer. That's clear. Um, Jesus himself stood silent before his uh, tormentors. We aren't always to give an answer. It's not always our prerogative. But when we do, we must be wise, we must be honorable. Consider this new phenomena that we call the hot take. I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but it's a a, a short piece of commentary. It's usually produced real quickly and rapidly in response to a recent event. And uh, sometimes the purpose of it is to gather attention. And you might put a hot take out on social media. Well, when a Christian gives a hot take, according to this proverb, it's foolish and shameful. We must not have a hair trigger. We must not be reflexive. We must rather be patient, wise, and gather all the information before rendering a verdict, if we must. This proverb warns us against not only the hot take, but it warns us against many invalid responses to claims or to conclusions. <clears throat> just, uh, just as one, or just as a few examples, we shouldn't give hasty hot takes. But on the flip side, we shouldn't immediately reject a claim. We should patiently ponder and decide whether we will believe or not after having done the research or gathered the information or talked to a multitude of counselors. If we haven't done our due diligence, then we shouldn't render a verdict either for or against. We shouldn't uh, run our mouth with a hot take, nor should we just quickly dismiss it. You know, many simply just reject claims, Because the person making the claim is someone that they don't like, or perhaps they don't like the tone that they use, or perhaps they've um, done something wrong to them in the past. Well, this is not a valid reason to reject a claim. Some would reject a claim because the person making the claim is associated with someone or something we don't like. They might reject a claim because they hadn't heard it before or because they know where that claim comes from, and, oh, I know where you get that. I've read some of his books, and, well, he's kind of a you-know-what. Well, these can be distractions from the point at hand. This can be um, invalid reasons to just reject a claim outright. We shouldn't immediately reject claims. Rather, we should patiently consider it, asking for clarity, restatements, be sure you understand what they mean before spouting off, and only render a judgment once you've done all the due diligence. Otherwise, it will be to your shame. It will be foolish. Uh, Just as a little side note, some claims must not be given any thought or attention at all. Right? We we don't spend time uh, thinking diligently and gathering information regarding all claims. No, some should be quickly ignored, and we don't want to give a platform to fools. Uh, But if you're going to retort, uh, do so wisely. Amen. All right, this passage, here's a, here's another little point here, this passage also condemns all the water cooler trials that go on at work. Um, there will be people at our workplace or in our church or in our families that want to make a claim about us. It could be positive or negative, and uh, we must not simply uh, go along with the flow. A guilty verdict rendered in the court of gossip must be held in high suspicion. Uh, we aren't allowed We aren't to allow the self-appointed prosecutor at work to speak out against our colleague and not then provide ample time for the defense. Got to hear both sides of the equation. Perhaps there are a multitude of sides. Perhaps all the sides have it all wrong and everyone's confused. When one is condemned by the judge and jury of gossip, we should, for justice' sake, for the name of our brother or sister, and for wisdom's sake, demand a counter-examination. We can't just swallow it whole. It might taste good to us, and it might fit something in our heart, and it might make us excited to hear such terrible things about this other person, but we must demand a counterexamination. If we look around the room and the defense attorney isn't present, then you can know one thing. It's a sham trial. Kangaroo court. A sham trial. And to condemn someone or to render a verdict on someone in this sham trial would be to our shame and our folly. We need more information. We need more time. And we need to ask the question if we have even been appointed judge and jury or prosecutor. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was an advocate. He's a defense attorney. And unfortunately, a lot of Christians have forgot um, that heart of our Savior. Jesus taught us another related principle. He said to judge not according to appearances, Not only must we gather all the information, be patient, and render wise verdicts, if it is our prerogative to do so, but we aren't to judge simply according to appearances. Rather, we are to judge with righteous judgment. Not only are we to wait and gather all the information, hearing all sides of a case, both the prosecution and the defense, but we must also be sure to dig down deep beneath the optics. We can't simply make a hasty and rash judgment based on the optics, on the appearance of a video or a picture or a quick little narrative of an event, we've got to dig deep. And then, on top of all this, this need to gather the information, to dig deep beneath the surface, to go deeper than the appearances, on top of all this, when we do judge, we must judge according to a standard. We must judge righteously or justly. And this, of course, is inevitable something or someone or some claim is going to be evaluated upon the basis of a law. And it is from that law that this claim or this person or this event will be determined to be true, good, beautiful, or just. Let's just make sure that the law that we are holding up against all claims is the law of God's word and not the law, the various trends and fads and, and tossing laws of this world. So, that's our proverb for the day. I hope it's been a blessing to you. If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. I'm Brandon Neely, and you can connect with me at brandonneely at gmail.com or on Facebook. Um, Gather the facts, guys. Examine them from all angles. Examine them deeply. Look at the text, the context, and the subtext. Look at yourself and even ask if you have been the one appointed to do the examinations. Weigh all claims by the law of God, not the law of this world. And then, and only then, after having done your due diligence, after having gone through due process, then, if you are within your lane, if it is your prerogative to do so, then render a judgment. This will be wise and this will be honorable. Have a blessed day.